Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join on the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Let's start by talking about ShopRite results that were released yesterday. Yeah, Sakina, I mean, a stellar set of results yet again. You know, it just bears testament to the quality of this company, which uh, year in and year out, uh, half year in and half year out, just continues to deliver the goods, you know. I mean, I mean uh, in an exceptionally tough South African environment, we saw headline earnings per share increasing by just under 15%, 14.8%. Um, we saw revenue climbing by, um, you know, just above 6%, uh, you know, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you consider that, uh, you know, that's... Uh, the, the internal inflation was zero percent essentially. So zero, uh, uh, you know, um, revenue increases was achieved because their product prices were going up. And uh, you know, if you consider that, uh, you know, food inflation has been falling very rapidly. And when, uh, uh, if you consider that Shoprite is a market leader in some of the products, which has been uh, the biggest beneficiaries of uh, declining food inflation, so maize meal in particular, with maize prices falling quite sharply. Um, you know, the the the, 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 the the price of these products has been reducing year and year quite drastically, um, you know, in, in, in the basket, which means that, uh, you know, their revenue wouldn't have had the uplift of, uh, you know, higher food prices, obviously. Um, so a 6.3% increase in revenue is actually quite astounding. Um, you know, and if you look at it, uh, they, got a, they, they grew their revenue uh, both in absolute, on an absolute basis, but also on a like-for-like basis. In other words, the same number of stores that they had last year relative to this year uh, grew stores. Uh, grew revenue per, per, per store. Um, if you look at the, some of the other numbers that came out, Sakina, um, it seems that uh, you know the, the uh, strategy of starting to enter into the higher margin, upper end of the market through the Checkers brand, um, you know, is starting to pay dividends. Um, you know, they're competing directly with Pick and Pay and Shopper and, and Woolworths rather in, in, in that in that segment of the market. Um, and you're starting to see positive results from from, from that segment. Um, you know, which obviously. Offset, uh, you know, it's, it's not as stellar results from the African operations as what was reported last year. With the African operations actually reporting a like-for-like store revenue decline of around about half a percent um, relative to the same period last year. Um, ultimately, Sakina. Still a very high-quality company, still managing to eke out, uh, you know, margin gains, still managing to grow the top line in an exceptionally tough environment. Um, and, you know, they, they actually, if, you, if you look at their market share numbers as well, they managed to grow their market share of the South African uh, food retails in the South African food retail sector by about 0.44%, uh, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but 0.44% increase in market share translates to about a billion rand in additional revenue. So, um, you know, it is quite a staggering number um, and uh, you know they continue to, to, to eke out obviously through the efficiencies of the distribution continue to reap the benefits of that so Sakina all in all a very good set of numbers uh, continues to be a very high quality play on South Africa Inc in general um, you know we've seen the share price benefit from that probably up 40% over the last one year um, so multiples are not cheap but probably warranted given the quality of the company and speaking of share prices and uh, the like, where do the opportunities lie in the South African banking sector, Nadir? 
Yeah, Sakina, I mean, you know, throughout the course of last year, what we spoke about a number of times in the show is that the South African banking sector in general, across all the banks, um, you know, apart from Capitec, obviously, was exceptionally cheap. Um, you know, we're talking about multiples, uh, composite multiples of around 10 times forward earnings at times in the year, below 10 times forward earnings. Um, you know, and the quality of earnings in those banks, or so the earnings profile, um, you know, didn't really match the kind of depressed multiple they were trading on, even though the South African economy, as we know was in a very, very difficult space and loan growth wasn't uh, going to be in double digits by any stretch of their imagination, uh, but they still were growing earnings ultimately um, you know, in the, in the mid-single digits and, or loan growth was in the mid-single digits, but uh, you know, earnings growth was probably in the low double digits um, and you know, I think it was a scenario where at, at one point actually, if you look at something like Barclays Group Africa, which is ABSA essentially um, you know, their dividend yield was at one point above what their PE multiple was. I mean, that's a very rare scenario to witness. Um, since we started to see the market prior to the election of Ramaphosa, so I'm surprised in a Ramaphosa victory and subsequent to the election of Ramaphosa, both to the ANC president as well as president of the country, uh, we've seen the banking sector re-rate a lot. Um, you know, in a best case scenario, talking about a 35% increase, 35 to 40% increase in the likes of Standard Bank, First Rand, um, and, you know, even for Barclays, an increase in around about 25 to 30%. So, the multiple re-rating has happened quite rapidly, Sakina, and the easy money has been made in the banking sector. Um, I suppose the question from this point is going to be all about earnings delivery. We see Barclays Group Africa reporting results later this week. I think that's tomorrow or Friday. Um, so, you know, we'll watch closely. We'll keep a close eye on what happens, um, you know, on, on, on those results because now it's all about who can deliver the goods in terms of earnings growth and the, and, and the banks that can continue to deliver earnings growth. And, you know, if we start to see increased confidence in the SA economy as we're likely to see and interest rate cuts that will spur consumer confidence. We could see loan growth starting to get into the double digits and when that happens that can really boost earnings growth and can continue the rally in the banking sector. But ultimately Sakina, it is dependent on earnings growth coming through. Uh, so we'll continue to monitor what management is doing from that side and what the results are presented. And just finally Nadir, if we could just quickly touch on the current conundrum facing US equities. Yeah, the bottom line, Sakina, is that uh, profit margins are at record highs. A record number of companies are beating their earnings estimates, which should be very good for U.S. equities. But the one big conundrum is uh, if we listen to what uh, uh, Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, had to say to Congress yesterday, um, you know, they're going to probably go ahead and increase interest rates quicker than expected because, um, you know, inflation is a problem. Wage inflation is starting to come through in the U.S. economy. Um, and if wage inflation starts to come through, but it doesn't filter through into, um, you know, in, in into product inflation simply because it's been so long for so uh, so low for so long, and as a result of that, companies can't you know just start increasing prices rapidly to consumers who are not used to it. They'll just not consume their products. If we have that scenario um, coming into play, the increased wage inflation is obviously going to eat into these companies' profit margins. Um, you know, it could obviously impact profitability into the medium term, um, and that's what's creating a lot of jitteriness in in, in U.S. equity markets in particular. And we saw that. A clear indication of that yesterday after Jerome Paul spoke. So ultimately, Sakina, the question remains, can they continue to deliver these profits and this earnings growth at the pace they have been doing, um, or is wage inflation without uh, them being able to pass that on to the consumer going to eat into their margins and ultimately profitability, which could result in sustained volatility in the U.S. equity market? We'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much, Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at 274 Investment Managers.